Get ready for an altered view. I'm David. And I'm Patrick. And this is a podcast for old souls and modern mystics. Here on An Altered View, David and I have a lot of experience working with archetypes and archetypal energy. It's very prominent in divination work. And Patrick's putting it lightly, we are obsessed with archetypes. (laughs) We talk about it all the time with each other. So um, we thought it would be really interesting and different in, you know, comparison and alongside our other episodes to occasionally, when it feels right, provide these insights. So please enjoy this archetypal insight. This is for the eclipse that is occurring on November 30th and in some places November 29th of 2020. And this is a full moon lunar eclipse and our last full moon lunar eclipse of the year. It's actually in Gemini. Mm -hmm. So if you weren't aware, we've had several of those already and they've all been within the Gemini and Sagittarius polarity and not going to talk so much about what that means. You can find that in many other places, but eclipses specifically, full moon eclipses are supercharged release moments. And we found it really interesting that this November, alongside all of the wild ride that we're having, at least in the US, and if you are listening, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, Alongside all of that, it being Scorpio season and us having that new moon in Scorpio right at the middle of November, then we have this huge full moon eclipse. I mean, there's a lot of cosmic weather that is asking us to let go. Uh, you and I were kind of talking about November. Oh, like the sacred no. no. Yes, I had a, a friend that would talk about being able to use his sacred no, as in telling people to, to set up boundaries or to let go of things that he actually wasn't aligned with, but maybe felt pressure from elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and we have a lot of that, especially during these times and like this whole month and the rest of this journey that we're in until the new year. I mean, there's so much noise and we got to say no to the noise. Just say no. So don't know what this week is like for you if you're feeling any of these eclipse vibes. We, of course, have the eclipse sibling, which would be a new moon eclipse right in the middle of December following this. So I always call those things eclipse portals. So Mm. a few days leading up to this eclipse on the 30th of November through the two weeks following and even up to a week, you know, so we're talking Christmas time, New Year's Eve. So I'm talking the whole fucking rest of the year. Time of a lot of changes, a lot of flux. So, yes. so yeah, let's um, maybe let's take a look and see what uh, Spirit has to offer us from the from the deck. Yeah. So we are using the Sacred Symbols Oracle, and this is an oracle by Marcella Kroll. Uh, it's full of different archetypes and imagery. It's one of my favorites. So let's take a and moment. And it's very beautiful. It has a has an eye of raw. Uh, on yes. the front. It does. So thank you, Spirit, for showing us anything that our listeners and friends and weirdos out there need to hear about this week ahead um, and the rest of this eclipse portal that we're moving into with clarity, with truth, and with certainty that it's for the greatest good of all who are listening. Take a moment to shuffle these until it feels right. So you guys are getting a little bit of a live reading and we're going to discuss what comes up. 
Spirit, how many cards? I hear three. Mm. So Patrick, why don't you read them off as I lay them down? All right, we have growth. We have good fortune. Damn. Fortuna. <laughs> and we have release. So Spirit speaks. It is definitely an eclipse time. Well, it's interesting. So each of these cards have different imagery. One thing I like about this deck is it's so simple. But I know, Patrick, you have a lot to say about the image that's on the growth card. And she uses a spiral. So Yes, so my, my instructor's instructor did a survey. Her name is Angelus Arian. She did a survey of symbols used throughout spiritual practice in the world to see if, if they matched up and had common meanings and actually found that there were five symbols which had anywhere from a, a 90 to 95% similarity across time so and cool. culture that they would mean the same things. So the spiral, um, it, uh, it is a and it was one of those. Yeah, symbols, the spiral yeah. was one of the symbols, one of those five. And the spiral uh, does symbolize this this growth, this expansion. Um, it's also one of the things you can do with these symbols is you can um, trace them or just look for them and say, oh, am I focusing a lot on on the symbol of the spiral, is that showing up in my life? And then that will be an indication uh, that growth is something you're you're aspiring to, seeking, or or currently experiencing. I love that. Again, like, look out what you're drawing. Patrick first showed me that a while ago, and it was fascinating to go through my journal and to see, like, oh, at this period of time, I was drawing a lot of spirals. This period of time, I was drawing a lot of triangles. You yes, know, look at your... across. Check out your doodles and see what they're, yeah, what they're, what's coming up for you. Um, but, but growth to me, this is, um, yeah, that it kind of symbolizes that expansion, that there's kind of an expansiveness with growth. Uh, I know for me, it's not always an easy process. I always am kind of. Because it hurts when you expand. It does. Doesn't, expanding doesn't feel good. Yeah. Usually, it's there's growing pains. There's a tension to it. Growing pains is, I think, a great way to to describe it. But you have to be able to make space for that expansion and allow that process to kind of come forth if you want to emerge as something different. Yeah. One thing is I'm looking at this, so to just kind of let everybody know. So the first card is growth. The second one is good fortune. The third one's release. And we have a color of violet. We have green. We have indigo. And, you know, Spirit just said give three cards. So I didn't lay this out in a past, present, future, body, mind, soul, just trinity, three different archetypes to think about. And as I look at growth and this spiral... You know, it's the spiral, it can go inward or it can go outward. Just like growth sometimes is external, sometimes it's internal. But I think of the year and especially this time, right? We're at the end of the year. We're hopefully at the end of a crazy fucking presidency. We're hopefully at the end of a lot of issues. But this year has been a spiral of chaos. And mm. like that spiral, sometimes it doesn't feel like growth, but it has shifted and it's shaken everything up. So I'm looking at the swirl of this card. And I think in this end of the year, just look at all the shifts that have happened and a lot of the pain and the wake-up calls that we've had as a collective that have been painful as growth and that can some of those painful traumas and dramas be the good fortune. They probably don't feel like it in the middle or while right. they're going on it. But, you know, had we had not 
popped the cork on all of our fucking hundreds-year-old issues like racism. You know, if we not started shouting about it this year, it just would have stayed under the carpet. So, Well, and I feel like, especially in American culture, we have a very interesting idea about our own story. We kind of would like to fast-forward or skip through the messy parts and just get to the end where everyone lives happily ever after. But there are a lot of there are a lot of things that we've been processing through, working through, and yes, that that growth, those experiences are part of our our story. Yeah. And so we don't have to, you know, they may not be pleasant, but we don't have to look back at them in a, you know, in kind of a negative or judgmental way, just say that's 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 what we had to go through to get to where we're at. And then ideally that that good fortune, um, Fortuna is it, it kind of brings mm. up that idea of the the wheel of fortune yeah. and that it is something that you can be, you, you can either be going up or going down. You can be on bottom or you can be on top. Um, or at the middle of the wheel. But yes, if you center yourself on, um, in the middle of the wheel is when you can sort of be the, be the stillness while the chaos kind of goes around. Yeah. And, and it's hard to get to the middle of the wheel because again, there's so much noise. And a lot of times social pressure too, you know, even just through election time with me and my partner, my partner didn't want to ride the roller coaster of the election race and I was checking in. So he was at the center of the wheel and I was, I wasn't at the spokes, but I definitely, (laughs) I wasn't at the edge, but I was, you know, I was going up and down and he wasn't. So I love that you brought up Fortuna. And then release, I mean, first of all, we started this recording talking about release. Eclipses are major release moments, and here Spirit throws out the card of release for us to talk and close about it. So eclipses, the way I look at them, they are supercharged lunar moments, right? And it's not like everything's crazy and chaotic at that time, but the way I kind of look at an eclipse is that it is almost an override that's going on in this simulation. It's like, have you been doing the work? Have you been releasing what you need to on your own? Have you been making the edits and cutting things out? Okay, if you haven't, we have this big lunar moment, this eclipse, and if not, the universe, your guides, spirit, your higher self, your lower self is going to do it fucking for you. Yeah, they're going to call you to that. Yes. And that's when eclipses can be wild rides for people. I always have a fucking wild ride on an eclipse, so I'm not <laughs> above it, but it's their release moments. So, you know, look back if you're listening to this right around when the eclipse is happening. Just kind of look back at some of the edits you maybe made in November and maybe some of the ones you didn't because, I mean, this year has been heavy. We, we need to let go of, of what we don't need to carry because it's a big moment of transformation right now in the world. Agreed. And I think also if we can maybe think differently about... we, I, I feel like with the emphasis on, on positivity, we're like, oh, well, I need to release this negativity. I need to get rid of the bad yeah. stuff. But maybe thinking about it more of like a... You can get addicted to the spiritual yeah, cleansing. Yeah. Exactly. And may, so maybe think about it as not necessarily I'm... I'm getting rid of negative stuff but but maybe in the spirit of like a forgiveness like I'm wishing it well it's not that it was this like nasty thing I have to push out of my life but it's something I'm gonna you know send off 
with a, you know, with a positive feeling, knowing that it served its purpose, and then it's also making space for, for the new thing that I'm inviting in that's going to bring me fulfillment. And that is fucking growth. Thanks again for joining us on An, An Altered, Altered View. View.